What's up, everyone? Welcome back to One More Thing, um, the show where we kind of continue the conversation from Sunday's message. And my name's Jeff, and I'm here with Pastor Mark. And this past Sunday, it was kind of a continuation sermon of a previous sermon they had, um, Sin Crouching at the Door. And if you want to talk a little bit more about the continuation of that. Sure, I appreciate it. This is one of those times as I brought a message, it started out to just be one message, and God's Spirit has really been laying on my mind and my spirit to go deeper with this. So we're spending a little more time camping here, so to speak, and looking at the scriptures and really delving into how it applies to each of our lives, myself included, because we all struggle with temptation in our lives and uh, the sin that so easily besets us, as the scripture says. So last uh, Sunday in the message, uh, the main thing that we dealt with and the scriptures dealt with was being honest honest with God, honest with ourselves, and honest with others. Because part of dealing with temptation and sin, when we get uh, drawn in by it, um, we can't really escape it on our own. And God never intended us to escape it on our own. He wants us to ask for help. And so that's where it begins with being honest with ourselves, that we need uh, help in getting free of the temptations and whatever sin we're struggling with. And then also, of course, being honest with God, asking for his help and power and strength, which he does give. And then also God works through people. And so he wants to work through you and I to help each other with the sins that we struggle with and the temptations. And that's why the scripture says in James that we're to confess our faults, our sins, one to another. Be honest and talk about it and pray for each other so that we can be healed. And that to me is a really cool thing because when we get caught into certain behaviors or patterns, um, we want to tend to want to hide it at first. It's a normal reaction. And uh, once we realize, okay, this is getting further in my life than I really thought it would, we need to start being able to open up about it, but to do it in a way around people that will be supportive and help. Now here's the thing, you can surround yourself with people that will be helpful and supportive and yet not change your behavior. In other words, you can surround yourself with people that tell you what you wanna hear and you continue on in your behavior and that's not necessarily a, a good thing, a safe thing. Or you can surround yourself with people that love you and care about you and love you enough that they want to help you have a better pattern of behavior that ultimately is gonna be better for yourself. So, you know, we can think of this as a teenager. I mean, we do this all the time, I think. Myself, when I was young, uh, got into doing some behaviors that weren't healthy. <laughs> I won't even mention all of them. But I surrounded myself with people that also liked doing those behaviors. And so I felt good about myself, you know, it was okay. But yet still deep inside that we were having fun and I was accepted by the group I was with there was still an emptiness inside and I still knew that something wasn't quite right. And it wasn't until I made the hard choice, being honest with myself, honest with God, and then actually being honest with others in a, a belief setting, a church cultural setting of saying, you know what, I, I have some things in my life that I wanna change and I need help. And I found a good church family, good believing followers of Christ that wanted to help me and it was amazing the difference it made. So I, I got a new set of friends, a new set of culture, and it really did help set me free from the things that I had struggled with. So um, that's kind of the one more point today is just a practical application. 
And I do want to just caution everyone because in our culture today, we're quick to talk about creating safe spaces and all of those things. And really, that's what the church has always been about. I mean, the scripture says, uh, you know, God is our refuge and our strength. He's a strong tower. And if we trust in him, we run to him and we find refuge. But God in his love doesn't condone all of our behavior. He loves us too much to leave us in unhealthy behaviors. But what happens is um, we will at first um, do an unhealthy behavior or an act and we feel a little bit guilty about it, but then we want to deflect the guilt. So again, we'll try to blame others or you know, blame God or whatever. And then if we're not careful before long, it leads us down this path of basically denying that the behavior we have is really not healthy or good. And if we're not careful, we can get to a point where our mind and our heart really gets calloused. Just like I used to play the guitar, I can still play, but when I played every day, my fingertips for a while got really sore because you know, you're pressing on those strings and the skin there is so soft and tender, but the more you play and press on those strings, you begin, the skin gets toughened, it gets calloused, and then you really lose your feeling in those fingertips. And that can happen to our soul, our mind, our spirit. When we continue in unhealthy behaviors, we get to a point where we can become calloused or hard and no longer sensitive to what God's Spirit's wanting us to do. And the scripture says if we're not careful, we can even get to a point where our conscience is actually seared and we just no longer even able to uh, realize the temptations that we're dealing with or giving into. So those are some thought, thoughts for today. And uh, the main thing is have your heart open and tender to God. And uh, he does want to help you to get free of those temptations and sins. Right. And so not this Sunday, but I think we're going to have even more continuation of this series. Yeah, my plan is one more kind of final message to wrap it up, but we'll see what God does with that uh, because there's so much in the scriptures that help us with these issues. And so I, I want to be thorough and not just bring out one or two scriptures and try to make them say what we think we want them to say, but really say, look at it and say, God, what does your word have to say about all of these things in its totality? So that's why this is taking a little longer than I thought. Um, this Sunday, it's fifth Sunday of the month, so we always have something a little special. That's, so what's going on with that? This Sunday, we will have Sunday school at 10 a.m., just like we normally do. But rather than having our 8.30 a.m. service, we're just going to have one combined service at 11. So again, no 8.30 a.m. service, but a Sunday school at 10, as always, and then one combined 11 a.m. service at that service. Uh, we'll have music, we'll have testimony, video testimony, that, uh, I think will be fantastic, and uh, we'll share communion together. So I don't have a sermon this Sunday, the message is in everything else that is going on with the testimonies, the song, the communion, but I think it'll be a great time of worship and honoring God. It sounds good, I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you for joining us for one more thing, and we'll see you next week.